We are just beginning a series um, based loosely on the Pilgrim's Progress. So we will uh, check in with the film every now and then. If you would like to have a, a copy of this to watch, um, I can send you an MP4, so we're not able to distribute it widely, but for those who are part of the church, you are welcome to ask me for the MP4 and I'll send it to you. Um, we're going to talk about the Christian life as a journey between um, Advent and Lent. We're going to take these seven weeks and we're going to use the Pilgrim's Progress as kind of the idea. This is a, a great metaphor. Charles Spurgeon said that after the Bible, Pilgrim's Progress um, was the most helpful book in his library, which is a very interesting comment to hear. Uh, we have some copies back there, so if you have $10 in your pocket, you're welcome to a copy of Pilgrim's Progress. And uh, we're going to talk about the Christian life just in terms of how it feels like and how it really is a journey. So on a journey, there are some people you travel with, and we're going to talk about that. On a journey, um, there are some ups and downs, so we're going to talk about those. On a journey, there's a goal, a destination, so we're, we're going to be focusing on all of that. But we're going to uh, just see if we can feel our way into the journey that uh, each of us is on. So what we're going to do this morning is, uh, starting out from the I press on of last week, let me bring you to, we're, we're also going to check in with Abraham. So we'll go Pilgrim's Progress, Abraham, New Testament, and find our way through. Here's, here's a verse from Genesis chapter 12. The Lord had said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I'll show you. So Abram left, as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. Doesn't that just make you go, what? <laughs> 75 years old, and he's starting a whole new chapter in life. Now, they lived a little longer, but nonetheless, um, we hear curious language when Abraham and Sarah are talking um, they use language like, I'm as good as dead. That's how old I am and how old I feel. What do you mean we're going to have a son? How could we possibly have a son? And startling things happen as we think about this uh, great saga, this, this great history story of, of the beginning of the, the children of Israel. The Lord said to Abram, leave and go. Um, for us to think about the Christian life as a journey, I think is a, a very helpful way to be. So there are other ways that it's described in the scriptures, but this idea of being on a journey um, is something that has, there's motion there, there's momentum there, there's, there's um, travel there, 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 there are um, roads and paths and all of those things there. Um, so what I want to do this morning is, is actually ask you to talk a lot to me. So I'm going to be listening, and uh, if you don't have things to say to me, um, Dave Hearn is the president of the Christian Missionary Alliance, so he may have to preach if you have nothing to say to one another. <laughs> so unless you want to hear him preach, you've got to talk. Or maybe you do want to hear him preach. Welcome to you, David. Um, I'm going I'm to ask you this question. How did the journey begin? So think on that. How did the journey begin? You see, when, when we look around the room, um, 
I, I get this strong sense that every now and then I get to know some things about some people, um, and, and that's wonderful. And, and I find myself wondering if other people know that about you. You know, maybe what it is that you do for work or where you grew up or, you know, s some things like that, that that generally speaking, we just don't surface for one another. And one of the things that I think that is true about is our story, our story of faith. And I want this morning to get you talking about the story of faith. I'm going to be asking you two questions. How did the journey begin? How has the journey been? So that's a harder question, but I, I think it's also one that um, it would be good to be hearing one another about. So I have a microphone, and I'm going to wander around, and I just want you to tell me how the journey began. That's in old school language, your testimony. Jesus declared, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. How can a man be born when he is old, Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You shouldn't be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. There's a start to the journey. So we've, we've heard lots of stories about how it started. Um, Pilgrim's Progress has Christian, he's the main character, and there's Evangelist. Um, and the Evangelists you have told me about are parents and Sunday school teachers and all kinds of people around you in your lives. Um, the whole matter of, of individual conversion has come up for review even in evangelicalism in, in recent days. Um, the whole mandate of mission to go and seek to be used by God to convert people from something to something else um, comes under society's scrutiny and we are um, scolded for trying to take people away from what their culture and history, what those things are all about. So. So we kind of, we come back here, and I, I wanted us to start here as we embark on this, this journey together. And we just need to confirm for ourselves that, that the Christian faith is something you begin. There, there's something um, that starts the journey. Um, the thing that starts the journey is, is as complicated, as complex, as many as the stories that we're able to tell one another. There are some folks who will tell me, well, I, I don't know a time or a place. And they're always afraid to speak in a church gathering like this because everybody else seems to be able to tell the time and the place. And here's this dear friend who just says, well, I think I always was a Christian. And she's afraid to say that. But, but she is now a Christian. She's able to say that now she trusts Jesus as her Savior and Lord. So... No, I can't really tell you when I felt like maybe I grew into it or I, I never was a very bad person. Um, I, I came to know Jesus when I was very young. I was four or five years old, and I remember I, I asked my mom. I was afraid of going to hell, um, and I sat in Belfast 
on the counter, and I asked my mom to help me have Jesus be my savior. And then afterwards, I got to stay up to tell my dad. He was at prayer meeting, of course, because it was Wednesday night. So I get I got to tell him, um, and it was it was all due to the terrible fear of going to hell. So I I'd be shopping with my mom and dad and couldn't find them, and I was sure the rapture had happened because I knew something about that. Um, but then it took a, a lot of years before there was a, a clear understanding in my mind and heart of what it meant to, f- to be a follower of Christ, to, to be a believer. Jesus used this expression that Bill Graham has made famous, you must be born again. And if you've been around the evangelical church for very long, you will have heard it, and it will seem very familiar to you. But when Nicodemus heard it, he he was completely baffled. How, how can you be born again? What does that mean? Physically, is, is that possible? Can you go back into your mother's womb and be born again? Um, and Jesus was, was really using an image that was a, 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 a very deep and profound image um, but it has one thing in common with all of the, the talk in the New Testament about being followers of Christ. Um, the thing that it has in common is that something happened. So you were born again. You were transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So there are all of these stories and, and accounts through the, the writings of the New Testament, all of them with this in common, that this all started somewhere. Um, and the way that any of us is going to be in the kingdom, from Jesus' language, is that we have been given the benefit of the work of Jesus on the cross when he died for our sins. We all get at that a little bit differently, one from the other. And then as we travel along, we all have different experiences on the journey. Um, but Jesus said to Nicodemus, you have to be born again. Um, and as we live our lives um, and have our opportunities to visit with friends, to sit in the lunchroom, to go to the coffee shop, to whatever it is, um, look for opportunities to tell the story of how it began. Just, just say, you know, did I ever tell you about how I started being a religious person, as you maybe call me? Um, and, and, and see what happens, because there's that, that's the magic of the Christian faith, is that Jesus said, you have to be born again. It's, and it's something that happens by the spirits, not something you can get done. It's something that happens, um, the spirit, gives birth to spirit. The spirit is the one who regenerates you, who, who takes you and applies all of the work of Christ on the cross to your life so that you can say, it is tough at times and it is delightful at times, but I'm on a journey that began when I was saved. I once was lost and now I'm found. I once was blind, but now I see. Um, it began there and, and it has progressed on from that very point. Talk to one another about how the journey began. Talk to one another about how the journey has been. 
and look for opportunities to talk to your friends about how this journey began and how it has been. Because God is still on the lookout for people who were lost and need to be found, people that are blind and need to see, um, people that are in the kingdom of darkness who need to be released and set free into the kingdom of his dear, dear son. Thanks for sharing this morning. That was exciting just to hear these stories. Um, I, I want us to know one another well. And so as you have heard some stories this morning, find something somebody said and just make sure you check in with them and say, that was interesting or whatever. That was delightful, whatever it was. Um, find and uh, see how we can be in one another's lives. Um, what we heard from these two about guys and girls is that the benefit of being here is that people will pour into your lives. So if, if you need something, if you need to know something, if you struggle with something, talk to one another. Be there for one another. Let's pray for a minute. Father, we bless you for um, this profound notion that we can be born again, that there's a, a whole new start we bless you that um, there are lots of things that we were, but then we're given to understand that now we're saved, now we're forgiven. Um, and this Christian life is, is one that is fascinating, uh, it is challenging, and it is delightful. Uh, help us to, to journey well together. And Father, just even in this short series that we spent together um, help us to to learn how to travel well to learn how to have companions that are good companions to learn how to have companions that we pull along with us um, help us to know how to go through the the valleys the the dark times in our lives and um, help us to know how we can have the answers that we need for the dilemmas of our lives. And teach us together that we might share together and that you might be glorified in us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.